It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas That Care Network. I am Joyce Banning, and I will be your host for this robust lifestyle show. Please check out our website, divasatcare.com, and see all the amazing hosts and the shows of women they are interviewing around the world. I am just so very excited today to have a brand new diva, Linda Roberts, with me, and she is going to speak on the topic of soul connections with animals. Oh, man, I am just overly excited. Linda, could you please introduce yourself and tell our audience a little bit about yourself? Yes, thank you so much for having me, Joyce. I'm really happy to be here. Um, So... I am an animal communicator, also known as a a whisperer, so I can hear and feel and see things that animals are sending, and um, and so I have my my healing practice and where I help humans to better understand what their animals are trying to tell them. Um, I've been blessed with this ability my whole life, but, you know, I didn't tap into it until my mid-40s when a lot of things were going on in my life. And so um, I, I started to meditate and I started to hear animals. <laughs> and uh, it, was, it was quite interesting to, to tap into this ability. So I help people to resolve behavior issues with animals. You know, if you've got um, a cat who's not maybe doing things that should in the litter box or appropriately, um, I help with that. And I also help with training issues for dogs, um, dogs who may be traumatized from um, a past past situation, bringing in a new family member, a new animal family member <laughs> into the home. Um, and then and then health conditions. You know, the animals will sometimes tell me, hey, I get headaches or I get heartburn and I don't like the way this feels. Can you ask that, the you know, the human change my food or can you ask that they not diffuse um, – you know, or burn candles or, or use, you know, something scented in the home. So I'm, I'm really blessed to give voice to the animals. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm surrounded by animals myself. So I've got two dogs, two cats, and a horse. The horse doesn't live with me, um, but the dogs and cats do. So I'm, I'm very blessed to have them in my life. Oh, my goodness. Oh, how beautiful. I love that animal whisperer. Oh, that is just that is awesome. Oh, my, you shared so much in just telling us about yourself. That is incredible. Well, what makes you so passionate about wanting to help the animals to tell people what they are thinking and what needs to be heard to the humans? Why are you so passionate about this, Linda? Well, I've always been an animal lover my whole life. I've always had an animal in my life. Growing up, I had um, I had a cat, one, one at a time, had several over the years of 
excuse me, of growing up. Um, Then I was fortunate enough to get a horse in my teenage years. And I even snuck an animal into my college dorm when I wasn't supposed to because I wanted an animal to live with me. (laughs) So... Um, yeah, I've ever, I've always had an animal with me. Um, and you know, I, I feel the, the deep connection that they have with us. You know, when you look into their eyes, there's, there's so much going on when you gaze into their eyes and you know, they're telling you something, but you often can't quite understand. And you, you know, you just wish, you just wish and you hope that you could understand what they're saying. And so I teach people how to do this, actually, because we all have the ability. So um, I, I just want to be their spokesperson. I want to be able to help them and give them a voice. Oh, oh, that's just beautiful. And, oh, my being an animal lover myself, I can totally relate because you look into their eyes and they are just so caring and so giving. I, yes, they are just, they have so much to tell us. And, oh, I loved how you said that we can all be that part of an animal to communicate with them. Oh, my. That is incredible. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, learned, um, I learned along the way. The animals guided me. The animals in my life guided me to tap into this ability. And, um, you know, if you, if you can... If you can meditate, if you can quiet your your mind, you certainly can tap into this ability. So, it's uh, it just takes some practice. That's all. Oh wow, wow! And I take that that's how you help humans to be able to communicate with them, to work to try to tap into that ability. Can you share a little bit about the brief process that that kind of goes through to kind of get? people thinking on how they can communicate with their animals? Oh, yeah. Yeah, certainly. So um, when you you quiet the logical side of your brain, the, the thinking, the, the linear side, the, you know, I've got to do this, I've got this task, I've got this and this and this, you know, it's always um, – Chomping at the bit, if you will, and uh-huh. um, if you if you quiet if you quiet that part and tap into more of the creative side and the you know the side that is what what if what infinite possibilities are available um, if you tap into the more of the creative side you're you're better able to connect to to the spirit and it's through this energetic connection that we communicate with the animals so I don't know if your audience is familiar with chakras but we have um, energy centers within our body and they help to keep us balanced and healthy and they also allow us to communicate telepathically to one another so we can communicate to um, our dog or our cat or our horse or you know lizard um, through the third eye chakra which is in the middle of our forehead and so I've got um, I've got a six-week course a digital course that I provide um, this education, this training to help you to tap into that ability. And, um, and I've got a certification program along with that. And I've been doing this virtually now for uh, almost four years. And I've just enjoyed helping so many of the people that I have helped. I've helped people from dog trainers to vet techs um, to people who rescue animals. Or just your your everyday animal lover who you know they just love their their dog or their their cat so much they just want to be the best that they can be for them. Oh, 
Oh, my goodness. Oh, I just learned so much through that because that was going to be one of my questions because I saw on your website, chakra, and I was, yes. okay, I was unfamiliar with that word. So, oh, my goodness, what a great explanation and the energy. What Bringing that up, you talked about the energy. How important are the energy flows through the body? that we need to be listening to to be able to do this animal communication. Yeah, it's it's all about balance. You know, we we've got um we've got our left side and our right side. We've got our upper body, mm-hmm. we have our lower body. Um you want to balance things. So you want to open up these energy centers or these chakras um in a balanced way because you can have them too opened you can have them too closed but it's the awareness and that self-awareness of of i'm connecting with um another living being you know that that thought that was just in my head that didn't sound like my voice and that isn't an idea that i would have thought of you know when you get some of those things that just pop in all of a sudden that most likely is you practicing telepathy and communicating with either, you know, a loving angel or spirit guide or with an animal that may be in your life or with with another human. Humans use telepathy all the time. So I want to share this example with you. Um, when, When you get this feeling of, like, let's say you haven't heard from a high school friend for uh, several years. You haven't heard of them. You haven't been in touch whatsoever. All of a sudden, you get this feeling about them. They just appear in your in your memory or in your mind, and you're like, "Huh? Well, that's interesting." Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, well, maybe I'll reach out to them in a day or two, or you know, then you get distracted, and then the next <laughs> thing you know, you get a call from them or an email from them, and you're like, "Wow, I was just thinking of you." Well. As we backtrack, if you look back at that thinking of them, quote-unquote, you were actually using telepathy. You were actually communicating with them energetically before they physically reached out to talk with you. And that's the way of the world. Things happen first energetically, then they unfold into the physical. So like when you were first... Um, conceived in your mother's womb, you know, your, your cells mm-hmm. started to split and divide. But just before they started to split and divide to make you who you are physically, there was energy. So energy always starts things off, and then the physical follows. And so we're tapping into this energy connection. It's not reading body language. 90% of my clients that I've helped (laughs) over the past 10 years, I I have not seen physically. I've not seen a picture of them either. So it's, it's using this energy connection that we all have available to us. And it's just a matter of tapping into it. You know, some people have a skill of being great with numbers. You know, they have a real good Mm -hmm. sense of logic and reasoning and numbers, and some people don't. And I think that's a part of what makes us unique is we can focus in on a skill or an ability or not. And I've chosen to focus in on my telepathic abilities (laughs) so that I can help (laughs) the animals. Numbers are not my forte, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, I love that explanation because 
love how you brought it in from the very beginning, how energy plays a part from the very, very start and how it just keeps on going through life. Oh, that was just absolutely beautiful. Oh, I love that. Oh, (laughs) Oh, thank you. Oh, man, you've so touched my heart already. I mean, I look into, I have horses and dogs and cats and cattle, and I look into my horses and dogs and cats' eyes, and I'm like, oh, my, you're just, they're just speaking to you in such a way. And if we, it kind of sounds like if we would only listen to that small voice in our mind that is sometimes there for just a split second, that's what they're trying to tell us. Oh, that is just incredible. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And the messages come through really fast and they're subtle and slight. I think a, a lot mm-hmm. of my, in teaching this over the years, a lot of my students are like, well, you know, you come with it, it comes through so loud and clear for you. And I'm like, no, it doesn't. <laughs> I have to, I have to like put on my super strong, my supersonic hearing and vision in order to pick up the messages. It doesn't come through loud and clear. There's like a, a film or a cloud, or a fog, or a mist over the message or the image. And what I do is I I try to break through it, and that's how I get the messages. So it, it, it doesn't come through loud and clear. So if you are feeling or sensing that you are getting some of these messages, continue to hone in on that ability because it only gets stronger the more you, you practice with it. Oh, Oh, my goodness. Oh, that is so beautiful. Oh, I love that. It it just brings back, even last evening, one of my dogs was looking at me. I was getting ready to go up, take her up to the house, and she looked at me and looked at the barn because one of the other dogs was in there. It was like, what about, what about Hank? And I was like, I'm coming back for him. Let's take you to the house. And then she came. It was just that brief look that she gave me like, hey, Hank's still in the barn. <laughs> I was like, yes, yeah. I understand. <laughs> Yeah, you got oh. her message. <laughs> oh, and she came right with me then, and I went back and got him. So it was just all good. Oh, that is so true to life. Oh, I just love that. Well, oh, yeah. Was there a certain time in your life, or a something that happened in your life that made you really realize that you wanted you wanted to tap in to getting started with being an animal communicator? Is there something that's really sparked that? Yes, yes, a personal journey. So because of love, okay, um, mm-hmm. I became, I, before I was an animal communicator, um, I was a stay-at-home mom. I taught preschool mm-hmm. part-time. And before that, I was a human resources executive. So, you know, I'm just your everyday kind of person, okay? Um, mm-hmm. But it wasn't until my beloved heart horse, who I'm still blessed with. I've had him in my life for 13 years. The first two years that I got him, um, he was colicking all the time. He would colic five to six times a year. And being a horsewoman, as I know you are, you know how stressful that can be. Um, Mm -hmm. So we we tried all kinds of different things. We tried different protocols from the veterinarian. We took him to the veterinary hospital. He was a candidate for surgery. We didn't do the surgery. He he was just uncomfortable, you know, several times throughout the year. We couldn't Mm -hmm. attribute it to the weather. It was just very inconsistent. So 
So I was at my wit's end. I was dealing with this for two years. He was a brand-new horse for me. My trainer and other friends were saying, just get rid of him. Just just pass him off. Just get rid of him. And I'm like, no, I don't think so. I love him too much. <laughs> so, um, so what happened was um, I found um, an animal massage person who – helped him out of one of his colic episodes by using Reiki, which is an mm-hmm. energy healing method. And, oh. and I said to her, I go, what's that? Cause it's helping him. And she explained and I'm like, okay, I have to learn that. And then as I learned the Reiki, I was able to clear his colics. So I was at a boarding facility with 150 other horses. I was known as a colic queen because whenever a horse started to show signs, they'd call me in and I would perform the Reiki and clear the colic. It it was amazing. And, you know, they started to pass gas. I could feel the bloating moving through their system. A lot lot of times it was gas colic. And and I, I was amazed. But when I was doing the Reiki, I started to hear my horse's voice in my head. And he would explain to me how it was feeling for him. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm like, whoa, am I going crazy? What, what is this? Because <laughs> these, these thoughts are not me. This is something I wanted to know because I love animals. I want to help them. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to help mm-hmm. them. I don't like seeing them in pain. And so it was because of the love of my horse that I stepped into the space of animal communication. And I, you know, I've just got to share it. I got to share this ability with everybody else because it helps so much. It helps to ease our worry and our frustration and anxiety that we have about our animals when they're not feeling well. So that's, that's how I got into it was my beloved horse, Howie, who is a chestnut Arabian. Oh, well, he must be the one that is on your website, the whispers of love. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Oh, I was going to ask you about that because that is just beautiful. I just love the front page where it's Animal Whisperer and you and him are just nose to nose. I, I just love that because you can just see the love flowing from from each of you. I mean, it's just yeah. there. It It is yeah. just beautiful. Oh, man, what an incredible story how you helped him and then in return started helping other animals with Reiki. Oh, that is yeah. really awesome. Goodness. And I yeah, take his, he, his colic has disappeared then after you did all that after two years. Wow. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is just great. And, yes, I know how critical colic is. When, when you're a horse lover, those words are not good to hear that your horse is colicking. That's, that's very scary. Oh, my right. goodness. It's incredible. Wow. Well, Speaking of being on your website, I just love it. I love the whispers of love. And I think I know why you are calling it that. That is, was there a special time that told you this is what I want to call my website? You know, I actually meditated on what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I I wanted something that wasn't my name because it's not about me and it's not, it's not about my ego. And, mm-hmm. and I wanted something that really connected with what it was I, I was doing and what I was experiencing. Um, I first started to hear the animals' voices 
And then I develop the ability to see images that they're showing me. And, um, and then I actually started to feel their, I, I'm an empath, so I started to feel their emotions and their physical aches and pains in my body. But it was the whispers that started. And so I thought, well, you know, we, we've heard of the dog whisperer. Um, mm-hmm. And as I said, I do what I do because of my, the love for my animals. And so I'm like, oh, well, that's a good pairing, whispers of love. So that's how I came up with the name. Oh, that is just beautiful. Yes, I love that. And your website. There is so much information on there. And I love that you have different little videos that our listeners can go to and uh, learn even more about this. That is that is just great, great. And I love that there's five free tips on learning animal communication and a quiz. I'm going to be doing both of them, definitely. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. Yeah, they're, they're, they're fun things to do. Oh, how neat. Well, another thing that I saw along with the Reiki on your website is shamanism. Could yes. you explain a little bit to our listeners what is shamanism and how you use that with the animals? Yeah, so the word shaman can be interpreted as someone who knows. So when you look back over the history of humankind, um, when you look back at how we used to live in, in you know, small villages or communities, um, there would be like a, a doctor or a medicine person, someone who would be able to heal miracul- miraculously um, some you know, someone in the the community um, or, you know, do other things to help the survival of the village. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it is this ability to, what we call it is, is walking between the worlds. So what I do oh. is I go into like a meditative state where I can connect with the spirit world, which is alive and well and around us. Um, mm-hmm. And I, and I connect with some of the information that is available there and some of the energy that's available there, and I bring it here into this realm or this dimension to help people. So I can help people with um, healing trauma, healing anxiety and trauma. I've helped people um, to rebalance their energy systems who were having seizures repeatedly numerous times throughout the year. And um, the energy that comes forward and through me, I'm just a channel, so it just comes through me, mm-hmm. and it helps to rebalance their energy. And, um, and so I'm, I'm able to do some, some beautiful healing, not only for the people, but for animals as well. Um, there's, there's a thing called a soul retrieval where, and this is one of my favorite healings to do for people, is bringing back parts of our essence that may have left due to trauma. So if you've ever been in a car accident, fallen off of a horse, uh, Mm -hmm. broke a bone, um, had a a loss of a loved one, be it a romantic breakup of some kind or someone who has transitioned, a part of our soul can actually leave us. And that makes us like a piece of Swiss cheese. <laughs> We're not whole. We're not complete, right? Mm-hmm. And so the soul mm-hmm. retrieval healing brings back parts of that um, to 
brings back your soul parts back. So you're more full, you're more in your power, better able to handle oh. some of the difficult things that life presents to us. And so oh. I, I find that that healing is so transformational for the people and the animals that I perform it with. Oh, oh my goodness. I can see why. Oh, that is so beautiful. And that is so interesting because that was one of the videos I listened to on the Whispers of Love was <laughs> the soul retrieval. I'm like, oh, my Lord, that is, sounds incredible. And now you just explained all that. Oh, thank you so much for sharing that. That was a very beautiful explanation of it. And I highly recommend our listeners to listen to that one, too, because that is a great little video. Oh, wow. Oh, thank you. Well, you are so busy, Linda, in everything you're doing in helping animals, helping people. How do you balance everything that you are doing and give time back to yourself to re- revitalize your energies? Um, so I, I learned the hard way how to do that um, because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a go-getter. I mean, I'm like, you know, I just... I go, I go until I drop. Um, And I learned the hard way that that's not the best way to live your life. Several years ago, I was going through a divorce and going through a lot of stressful things. And I I realized I've got to take care of myself because I do have two young adult children who just graduated college this year. Um, And so I wanted to be there for them as well as for my animals who I have in my home. And, and I'm like, okay, I've got to be able to take some downtime. And so um, surprisingly, <laughs> if I don't get the hint, um, there's this, like, this magical thing that happens. All of a sudden, my calendar of appointments just clears itself. <laughs> um, and, and people reschedule. And they're like, oh, I can't today. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, maybe I need to just take some downtime. Um, Mm -hmm. But the things that I do for downtime are, um, you know, I I spend time with my animals. You know, I'm walking the dogs, riding the horse, or snuggling with with the dogs and the cat. You know, I I love doing that. Um, I will do meditation. I'll do some yoga. Those are great ways to, to balance not only yourself, your physical self, but your emotional and spiritual self. And, oh. and so those practices really help, um, help me to stay balanced and centered. But I, I have blocked off times and, and days of the week where I'm like, I'm not available to my clients unless it's an utter emergency. And a mm-hmm. lot of my clients are, um, they, they find that very um, optimistic for, for themselves because they're like, oh, how do you, that's good that you hold firm on that boundary. And I'm like, yeah, I, I, um, I learned the hard way because, you know, like I, I, I hurt myself. I physically hurt myself. And so that was a sign from the universe saying, hey, Linda, you got to slow down, girl. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that that is a beautiful way to balance it. And, oh, I just love the part of spending time with the animals because that's how I take downtime. I'm with my animals, mm-hmm. and that is my downtime. They they give me the energy and just revitalize me again. Oh, that was, yeah. that was beautiful. Well, Linda, this interview has gone so quickly. I have so many more things. I want to learn from you. Oh, this was just this was just fantastic. 
But as we come to a close, what final tips, tools, thoughts would you like to leave with our listeners today? Um, I'd like to remind everybody that they can have the life that they want. Um, Removing any sort of speed bumps or or boundaries that are hurdles that may be blocking them, I I would challenge them to rise above it and go um, over that hurdle, (laughs) Um, either, you know, walk over it, jump Mm -hmm. it, um, but avoid those limiting thoughts because anything is possible. You know, I I grew up in a small town in central Illinois, and I I would have had no clue that I would be doing this, you know, 50-some-odd years later. And so... Um, there's just infinite possibilities. So I would remind your, your audience to remember of the infinite possibilities and they can do whatever their heart desires. Oh, oh, that was just beautiful. Oh, how well said that. You, oh, I just love that. I'm speechless. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. That was just so good. Well, Linda, I want to just thank you again for being my guest. And I so hope you will return in 2021 to uh, continue on where we could have gone into so much more because you're, oh, I just love what you're doing. So I truly thank you and hope you will return again to let me be your host. It's such an honor. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. You are so welcome, Linda. And we will be posting all of Linda Roberts' social media links to this podcast. And I want to thank all of you for listening to this interview with our amazing new diva, Linda Roberts. Please share this show with your family and friends. Be sure to check out all the hosts and their shows on divasatcare.com. Have a fantastic day. Remember, be kind to all and give your animals an extra hug and share your love with them. Until we connect again on Robust Lifestyles, stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.